You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Welcome into the show. It's Thursday. It's a wonderful Thursday. Uh, Ricky, good morning. How we doing? Oh, I'm not mad, Tom. I'm sad. I'm just a little sad. I couldn't sleep last night. I was sad. It's going to be a tough one today. Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager is the show. Uh, SteadyPicks.com It's completely free to sign up As we've talked about a few times this week So go on over SteadyPicks.com Sign up today Get access to all the best bets From myself, from Ricky From our guests Some of the other hosts Of the station here Uh, Lots of good stuff Our preview for the US Open is up Uh, The best bets from all of our staff combined into one for you to take a look at. So many good things we have going on here, and it's all free, including this radio show, including the podcast versions that get posted right after the show. So this one, uh, Wake Up a Wager, goes up at 9 o'clock. Um, nothing But Net goes up at 11 o'clock. And then um, we are working on getting Vegas Always Knows with Matt uh, sorted out on the podcast So that should be starting next week That will be on the podcast uh, Platform as well So Steady Picks Radio At any place you like to listen to podcasts You'll find it there Ricky Housekeeping's out of the way Let's get into the sad part of the day Go ahead and rip the band-aid off Let's just do it Sixers lead by 22, 24. I'm not sure. 24. It's all, it's all blur. In the fourth quarter. And uh, go on to lose the game. An absolute meltdown. Quite possibly the biggest meltdown I've ever seen from any team in my entire life. And I'm not just saying that because I'm. I've watched a lot of basketball. I've watched a lot of football. Everything you could imagine. Watched sports since I could can remember since I was six. I've never seen a bigger disaster of a meltdown in my entire life at any level of sports. That was. Arguably, the only reason that that wasn't worse than the Atlanta Hawks in the Super Bowl is because it was a Super Bowl and this was a Game Five. The actual, yeah, like in terms of how much 
how bad it was, you're right. It might have been worse than that. A 24-point lead. It was worse than that. Tom, I don't even know where to begin because let's not forget that they blew a 16-point lead in the last game. You know, I'm going to give you two stats to kind of start things off here and get the conversation going. First one, Ben Simmons, four for 14 from the free throw line. Four for 14. Are you fucking kidding me? And how many points did he have in the game? Four. I think he had four points. Tell you right now, he had... Where are you, Ben? Did he make a normal bucket? I don't think he made a normal bucket. Ben had eight points. He, let's see, what are you, how he was from the field. Two for four two from for the four. field, Tom. Nine he assists, four, four rebounds, two turnovers. Four for 14, 28% from the free throw line. Four and I want to give you one more stat about Ben Simmons. In the last two fourth quarters, of game four and game five, where these lean, where these leads were blown, Ben Simmons hasn't even taken a shot. He hasn't attempted a shot from the field. He's zero for zero in the fourth quarters, and like he he won't even shoot. That's he won't even attempt than to get almost. to the basket. The only two players who scored in the second half from the field were yesterday were Joel Embiid. And Seth Curry. They're the only two guys that's pretty much scored, period. Shake had five points. Thibault had six. George Hill is just Mr. Irrelevant every night. I mean, he only plays 15 minutes or so, but my God, you get two points, one for five, over two from three. Like, dude, you're terrible. I just. And then you got. Cork Moss back to his shit ways, one for five from three. Tobias Harris, doing in the starting lineup. Maybe Danny Green's a bigger miss than than you think. Ricky, the biggest problem with all of this is that you can tell. Like, Embiid is the softest dude I've ever seen play professional sports. You can see it on his face. You can see it on his body language. Immediately, when he knows they're in trouble, he looks like he's going to cry on the court like a baby. I can't I can't say a negative word about Joe. I as much as I want to and the rest of the world is having a field day and saying exactly what you just said, Tom. But for me, let's look at Joel Embiid's stat line, okay? He had 37 points. He had an 11 plus minus. He had four blocks, two steals, five assists, 13 rebounds. He shot 84% from the free throw line, 11 for 13 as a seven footer. He uh, went two for four from three, 60% from the field. Embiid, he, he did his job in that game. I understand he, that. I'm not questioning you know I, that, Ricky. So when I see that face that you mentioned, I see him and I see a little cloud bubble coming out of his head that says, Where's what my the team? fuck is Ben doing here still? <laughs> Where's James Harden? Or whoever else we could have had. This guy won't even take a shot in the fourth quarter. It's terrible, Tom. Yeah, it's just the combination of his face. And he's the leader of the team. So he needs to lead the team a little bit better. Which, you know, he's still young. He's going to figure that out. But I don't think he's a very good um, 
leader. Body language isn't there. You're right yeah, about he's that. He's not a great leader. No doubt he's a great player. But this is where guys like Dwight or even Danny Green sitting his ass on the bench with a broken knee, you're supposed to step up and, and keep the team motivated and positive even when something – because there was – you know, Embiid missed two free throws at the very end when they were down three with 20 seconds left. He missed both free throws. It's contagious. It's Ben Simmons. It's the contagious yips of Ben Simmons from the free throw line. Um, I really the believe guy? that. Maxi did that the other a, a couple games back after Ben bricked two. He went and bricked two. I truly believe that. You watch your one of your best players stand there like like he's staring at a at the guy from Saul and uh, <laughs> whatever his name is. The clown <laughs> staring right down his face and uh, can't make a free throw. It's going to wear off on the other players. It would for it, me anyway. I can tell you that if somebody steps up and misses both and looks horrified and I step up, I'm like, well, I really don't want to miss two here. Just like one of our better players did. I'm, I'm not even joking. I, I feel there's a level of it, it might be contagious and, Let's give it a nice shout out to Tobias Harris too. Two for eleven from the field, eighteen percent, zero for three from three point, uh, minus Don't ten plus minus. He had four points. He's making how much money? He's a max player, thirty something million, twenty eight, twenty nine million. Uh, nice, nice Tobias. <laughs> Wonderful the problem game. is, as I've always said before, you just have to step up in the big moments. That's all it is. It's not when, hard. Tom, you look at the stats. It's Joel Embiid and Seth Curry, and then everyone else shit the bed. Every single other one of them. Maybe Thibel played decent, but Thibel had a terrible plus minus. He had the worst one on the whole uh, team. Minus 17. And, yeah. Yep. And he... Uh... And right at the end of the game, he had a chance to maybe get a steal on a terrible inbound pass and kind of tripped and fell over and couldn't get it. Um, I thought that was a great opportunity to get a steal after missing free throws. Not him particularly, but the, the but the team. Yep, yep. Ricky, anyway, let's let's get back to where we wanted to be. Um, We got our rants out. I hope you feel better. <laughs> Going Definitely. forward, though, the series is now 3-2 Atlanta, goes back to Atlanta on Friday night. Where do we go from here? The Sixers are two-point favorites on the road to the Hawks. What do we – I mean, what do we What do we think? I mean, it's not a matter of that him, them being dominant because they were dominant for three and a half quarters and then had an absolute meltdown. So when the team's going to have a 25-point a meltdown, I mean – yeah, they're better, but what are you going to do? Yeah, and so what's interesting about that, Tom, is I'm I'm also looking at the series betting line after last night, and I'm showing uh, on FanDuel, Sixers are now plus 136 to win the series. They were wow. minus 300 before that game. And what are the Hawks to win the – I know this is looking farther ahead, but what are the Hawks to win the uh, – Eastern Conference because they were plus sixteen hundred. Let me check. Actually, I have to think they're actually like plus seven hundred. Here you go. That's why I'm saying these things change so much. You got to be on top of 
I saw Sixers that, and I wanted to bet that. I wanted to bet that. Gosh, I mean, I, this is going to sound crazy, especially after last night. And this might be the the little the Philly in me, but I still think that they win this in seven. As as bad as things have been, I still don't see the Hawks beating them in this series. And maybe you know what? Maybe I'm a fool at this point, <laughs> but I can't see it. Ricky, I honestly I can't either. I just I refuse to believe that as good as they have been, as good as they have been. All year. All year. How dominant. Probably, you know, arguably one of the best teams in the league this year. And consistent and winning. They're going to lose the Hawks. I don't know. I'll tell you what. In game six in Atlanta, you are going to see what this team is made of. And I'm, I'm pretty, I'm really willing to make a wager on the Sixers in that game six purely off of that because these guys are going to have their backs against the wall. If they come home to Philly out, if they're eliminated in Atlanta and they have to come back, this group, whew, I think uh, I Philly's agree. different. I hope everyone understands that. Like this isn't uh this isn't your ordinary place in the country where we applaud our guys and say good job. Like this team had expectations and they're not meeting them. And they lost to the Atlanta Hawks potentially lose to the Atlanta Hawks. If you had told me they lose to the Atlanta Hawks two months ago, I laughed in your face. The Atlanta Hawks, they're terrible. They're terrible. Clint Capella can't cover it. And B, I, I can't even, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. All you need to know is Sixers are two-point favorites on the road tomorrow night. Open to one and a half, down to two. I think it's going to continue to steam down towards the Sixers because there's no reason why you wouldn't bet the Sixers. On a brighter note, though, Tom, with this series, as as terrible as it's been as a fan of the Sixers, we've all... The steady pick system and our staff has done pretty well. Like in the losses, I took a half unit loss last night on the Sixers. Um, I took a half unit loss. You did the have the game. Sixers last night. What? You you ended up with the Sixers last night. I did. I took them for a half unit minus six. When you know, I thought it was a looked great the whole game. I don't know that my my bet was that bad. More than no, there was just no. a collapse, but. Uh, you know, the big when we've really hammered games in this series, like there was a whale in, in one of them earlier, we've hit all the losses in the series have been really small. So I almost feel like there's opportunity being presented still here with the Sixers. So I don't want to get too down on them and end it on such a uh, the world is ending, because if you have a pair of balls, you're grabbing them right now to win the series and you're making some money. I do really like those. You know, the little plus money on that. It does kind of scare me that just their body language doesn't say to me, oh, yeah, that's a team that's going to win two in a row. It really doesn't. It, it's just all about getting back to Philly for game seven because I yep. I am certain the Hawks will not beat the Sixers three times in a series in Philly. It's not going to happen. we got to get it back to game seven. But 
In the other game, Tom, move, moving on, mm-hmm. another huge upset. The Clippers beat the Jazz outright, 119 to 111 as an eight-point. That line closed. Uh, the Clippers were eight-point dogs. I see an eight-and-a-half that closed. Eight-and-a-half-point dogs, and they, they win the game outright. The most popular parlay in the history of playoff basketball, which was Sixers money line, Jazz money line last yep. night, did not cash. Missed on both. I don't know if you saw how much money piled in on that, but whew, good night for the books. Yeah, fantastic night for them. Really, truly. Um, so Clippers lead the series three to two, and the Hawks lead the series three to two. Um, tomorrow night. Like I said, the Sixers are two-point favorites on the road, and the Jazz are two-point favorites as well on the road. So two road favorites tomorrow night for game uh, for potential elimination games for both of those teams. Uh, should be interesting. Tonight, though, Ricky, one game, it's the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. The... Milwaukee Bucks are facing elimination. It's a big one. Give me this your is a big um, one. <clears throat> excuse me. Give me your angle on this, Ricky. What do you like? Are you making a bet on this game tonight? So, here's a couple notes on this one, Tom. Line opened Bucks minus three and a half. Public money comes in on the Bucks. It, and the sharp money, it looks like, because that line jumps to five and a half, which is where it currently sits right now. However, since the line has gone to five and a half, and as of this morning, 90% roughly of the public money is now backing the Nets at plus five and a half. So it's kind of flipped here. Um, there's been a, a quite a bit of movement. I'm still evaluating this one. Um, I want to see how the spread moves throughout the day. So this is one of the games that I'm not going to have a pick on early today. Um, But I'm leaning toward the Bucs. I I like them to win the game. I really like the opening line. I wish I had pounced on it right when it had opened. But uh, I'm a little little skeptical of of getting the worst end of the number. Um, What do you make of this one? I just don't see how the Milwaukee Bucks are favored by five and a half right now. Like, I'm really not sure. It should be. It should be Brooklyn favor, even without Kyrie and even with James Harden hobbling around on one leg, shooting zero for ten from three. I do think the the Nets should be favored here. And I actually do like them a little bit in this spot. I'm not going to bet them. But if I had to, I'm taking the Nets with the points. The Bucks are so good at home. They really it's, it's something that a lot of people don't realize, but they haven't lost a home game yet this postseason, and they're just a completely different team on the road. Um they are 18 and 18 at home. Against the spread? Against the spread. Uh, okay, so the spread, yeah. I, I guess uh, 
You know, they're typically a team throughout the year. 26 and 10 straight up at home. 26 and 10? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So, and you have to keep in mind the Bucks are not a great team to get value on, especially throughout the season. The public bets the Bucks a lot because of Giannis. So, you know, there wasn't a lot of opportunity throughout the year on them, but oh, I don't know. Yeah, this is, this is a, uh, this is going to be a game that the steady pick system will certainly have a play on. Um, I, yeah, it sounds like you and I, Tom, are not uh, not as definitive on it. No, I don't. I don't have an, anything for myself. I, I think three and a half was close to the correct number, and now it's gotten a little out of hand. I think their value on buy low with the Brooklyn Nets, um, five and a half. That's a lot of points for Kevin Durant. That's you would think basically it. Yeah, you would think if the Nets money continues to pile in throughout the day as it is, you know, right now, the line should come back down a little bit toward the three and a half number. So we'll we'll have to monitor that. But if for any reason, you know, the money's coming in on the Nets and this thing gets the six, you might want to you might want to look at the Bucks. That is true. I just I don't know. The line is so inflated at this point. It's playoff uh, basketball is hard, Tom. It's tough, and the numbers are sharp. Like people that are sharp handicappers at anything will always tell you, like it's really hard to make a living on betting the spread in the NBA. The numbers are sharp and in the postseason, so especially when you don't have you know nine games to choose from, like in the regular season, and. A lot of those value, a lot of the value in the NBA comes on like teams like the Cavs and, you know, the teams that no one wants to bet. So let's yeah. let's talk about that for just a second longer. There's only one game, maybe two a night at this point. I think it, you're bringing up a good point and a good lesson potentially for everyone out there. You don't have to bet just because you like to bet the NBA doesn't mean you have to figure out how to make a play on this game. Right, if your numbers don't like it and you don't like it, don't bet it. It's okay. Would you rather throw away unit on a coin flip game, or would you rather just lay off and say, "Hey, I don't have an edge here. Why am I going to bet it if I don't have an edge?" So you know what's really interesting to me about that, Tom, and you always talk about the psychology of sports betting and how everyone approaches it differently something that i find so interesting especially that i'm seeing with the younger betters is you know those like uh 21 to whatever you know the younger group some a lot of people just enjoy betting and they're almost in it more for entertainment and for the experience and the rush of the game than actually winning and there's actually people out there like that which is so interesting to me and it's not wrong or right but you know there's people who need to fire on this game they can't they can't really uh yeah they can't sit at home the game and not get down on this game yeah so it's just funny it too and and learning about like the new upcoming better this this younger generation uh they're so much different than maybe the better that you and i are accustomed to tom who you know approaches it from a more strategic standpoint, but uh, it is always just interesting to look at. Yeah, because there's really two ways. Yeah, there's two ways you can bet on this stuff. 
you can bet on it for fun. And, you know, you want to have action every night. And, and that's totally fine. I get that. I'm too competitive for that. <laughs> like, I'm just far too competitive where I I, I want to win. Like, I want, it's a battle. It's the ultimate battle. The better in the sports book, right? It's like the ultimate duel. So I don't, you know, if I don't have an edge, I don't have to bet any NBA game. I don't have to bet this game because it's the only one on. I don't have to. And I hope that even if you enjoy just getting down on a game to just because you're watching it and you want to get down, I hope that you try one day when you really don't like something, try to lay off this week and just watch the game and see if, you know, plan for tomorrow night when you got two games. See if you can beat a line. You know what I mean? There's so many different other things you could do. You could challenge yourself to do rather than firing away on on games. But if that's what you like to do, I will never, I will never ever knock it. Trust me, I love getting down on games too. Well said. Well said. Ricky, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll go through the MLB recap yesterday's plays and uh, I have a play for you as well so we'll get to that Steady Picks Radio wake up and wager we'll be back in a minute www.steadypicks.com and become a member today a Steady Picks membership is only $20 per month and gives you all the tools you need to become a better sports better use promo code radio for 50% off your first month and follow us on social media at Steady Picks for daily updates Enjoy listening to Steady Picks Radio and be sure to head over to SteadyPicks.com and sign up today. Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Welcome back into the show. Wake Up and Wager. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, SteadyPicks.com. It's completely free to go sign up. Best bets from myself, Ricky, our staff, hosts of the other show on the radio station. You get everything completely free. And don't forget, Tom, uh, if you ever want to check out the records of the handicappers or the steady pick yes, system, yes. can always check that out at any time. It's updated daily. Every play ever made by the steady pick system is updated on there. So, uh, you know, always looking to be transparent and uh, show you how we're doing. It's the most important thing that we can do is just be completely transparent. All of my plays, all of Ricky's plays that we've ever made are on there. Our records are on or our records are on there. So there's really no you know we're out here to be transparent. We're completely free. We you know we're sharp guys. We like to share what we find, what we see for the day and that's what we like to do. Yep. And Tom, with that being said, 
Give us some baseball. Give us some locks. We need a big Tom MLB day. And I'm speaking for everyone when I say, like, today's the day, Tom. So Multiple winners. We need them. I I hope to do that, and I don't know if I'm going to meet your expectation here. Um, because there's not there's only one game that I kind of like, and um, want to know what work. I'll throw that out there. That would be okay. <laughs> Yesterday, of course, we had the uh, we had the Blue Jays against the Yankees. They were winning most of the game. They were winning two one into the eighth inning. When uh, the Yankees hit a two-run home run, they go up by one. Bottom of the ninth, the Blue Jays are batting. Runners on second and third with no outs. Bottom of the ninth, down by one. Couldn't get a run in. Just unbelievable. Um, So they lose, even though they were winning and had a fantastic chance at the end of the game to, uh, to make it happen. They were not able to do so. So tough loss. I really, really thought we had a, a strong... Um, handicap on that. I really was was feeling good about about it. Um, do you regret not taking the one and a half line or not at all? No, not at all. Okay, because I don't do it. Like if I had, if I dabbled in, I noticed those, that you never do. Yeah, if I had dabbled in those, I would be upset that I didn't. But that's kind of why I don't. Because that was like a uh, minus 105 on the plus one and a half, which was interesting. But I, I respect that. And I, I you know, especially because it's not something you typically do. You take your dogs to win out, right? And it's yep. worked well. No need to back off. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree. Um, today, though, what do I have today? Um, I have one play. I potentially had two, and as I kind of went through my information for the first game, um, I decided I did not want to, I didn't like it at all. Okay, that's what we study for. Um, Let's see, let me pull it up here. The first play that I was looking at would have been the um, Cardinals on the road, plus one fifty-five, plus one sixty against the the Braves. I don't know Cardinals, how. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why the Cardinals are such big dogs in this one. Plus one sixty, plus one sixty-five. The line's actually moving against them towards the Braves and Charlie Morton. Um, the Cardinals have Gant on the mound, John Gant, who I'm really not a big fan of. He's kind of on the auto fade he's working his way to the auto fade list along Mm. with uh with um the two other guys we like to fade all the time and i just couldn't i couldn't do it gant's too bad morton's pitching pretty well it just i don't think it makes i don't think it makes that much sense to to put my money behind john gant who's Expected ERA is over six. Uh, I respect the stay off there. Um, so that one, even though the you know the, the Cardinals are on a three game win streak, Braves are not playing particularly well. Ah oh, man, I would never 
bet the Braves in this game. One eighty on them? Are you kidding me? I That's see why, why this I feel like I have to bet. The, just I think so I still have to bet the Cardinals. You can always throw a little half uniter. You don't really do that mm. though, do you? No, I don't. You're more of just a straight full unit guy. Mm. Well, that's going to wait till later in the day. Um, well, if it gets posted on Steady Picks, if I post that on Steady Picks, you know it's a play. But we're going to wait because, I mean, the line's still going towards the Braves. Maybe it's going to get even higher. We're going to get a better number, which, you know, ultimately is what we're, what we're after. But I just think, you know, Cardinals off of a three-game win streak, last 10 – for these guys, for both these teams, both four and six straight up money line, four and six, both of them last 10 Braves are 17 and 19 at home, 20 and 25 as a favorite. Mm. Yeah, they, they haven't been great at home. We're going to lock in a half unit on the Cardinals. This is too good oh. for me not to bet way too big of a number. And even my number that I, that I run I had this at 135, so all the way up to 165. That signals a bit. And as we talk about all the time, you got to trust your numbers and just go ahead and, and do it. So um, that's what I'm doing here. Even though some of my numbers it. are suggesting against Gantt, uh, we got to do it. We got to pull the trigger. A little half unit play. The second game, Ricky. Um, that I have here is going to be the New York Mets at home against the Cubs. The Mets minus 130. It's available at Parks, DraftKings. Those are the two places. 130 is still available. Um, New York Mets minus 130. Uh, Stroman is excellent. Kyle Hendricks is not. Kyle Hendricks is 5.5 expected ERA, 40% hard hit rate, one of the worst uh, expecting batting averages at 300. Expected batting mm -hmm. average against. Um, his spin rates are, I mean, he never really spins the ball to begin with, but Spin rates are about as low as you can be. And then on the flip side, Marcus Stroman just having a fantastic season. 4.16 expected ERA. 2.3 actual ERA. 254 expected batting average. In June, he's only allowed, he's allowed four runs in three starts in June. A lot of strikeouts in June. Coming off a seven-strikeout game and an eight-strikeout game most recently against the Padres nonetheless. So really like the Mets here. Minus 130, we're going to lock that in as well. Boom. There we go. Two plays. Went from maybe no plays to two plays. but um, And I'll give you a little other numbers on the Mets. The Mets are the ones I really like, a full unit on the Mets here. Um, okay. May I thought about making this a two-unit play. I really like this one. Um, Non-division home favorites, as the Mets are here, are 62% this season. 
Mets are 20 and 6 at home. Cubs are 14 and 20 on the road. Mets are also fantastic as a favorite, 24 and 13. Chicago's 13 and 18 as a dog. Hmm. I like those signals. I'm going to ride it with you. Give me the Mets. One unit. I like it. We'll lock in, Tom. So it'll be a uh, a full unit play on the Mets for Tom and a half unit play on the Cardinals, plus 165. Let's have a 2-0 and day. That's the goal. We're going to try. Um, so those are my two plays. Ricky, do you have anything else in the MLB you'd like to share? Um, Nothing else in the MLB, Tom, but I do have one little gem here. To, get, to end the show on, all okay. right? And I'm I'm digging deep right now because I'm going to take you back a little bit to explain this one. So I had a, an outside source. I'm going to confess this. Oh, boy. Assist with the Max Homa pick back in the day. A buddy of mine had actually sent me some information about Max Homa's history on that course that he won on as the plus 9,000 or 8,000 or whatever and that's what had made me put the bet up for steady picks um, on my on my card for steady. Now, looking to go back to the well here, I've I've spoke with the same individual who tossed out the gold, and he gave me this note, Tom. Take it for what it's worth, but I'm putting a full unit on this right here. Alexander Shaffle or Shaffle, whatever however you say his last name. He grew up eight miles away from Torrey Pines. He played there in high school every single day, and he knows the course like the back of his palm. Take it for what it's worth. I got a similar text like this with Max Homa that, that, you know, how familiar he was with the course and, you know, everything. You saw what happened there. Shuffle's a plus, let me see, I believe he's a plus 2,700. 18 is what I see here. At Ben MGM. Okay. Okay. I definitely look around in golf because those lines yes. are uh, different everywhere. But look for the best number you can get. And I know the guy has choked a lot in the past. He's not a finisher. But that is, you know, it does. I think it accounts for something. So you're adding that to your card for this morning. I actually put it on yesterday. I just realized. Um, I took it yesterday for a half unit. I'm going to put an additional half unit on it because I believe this guy, if there's ever one that he's going to bring it home, it's going to be this weekend. So these probably start a little bit later in the morning, I would think. Um, Cali time. Yeah, yeah. so it's probably not till 10 o'clock on the East Coast here. So, yeah, if there are any other plays that you like, now's a great time to kind of get to those Um if there's anything else you have to add, I added a few Ricky, which I'd like to share with you quickly. If, if, if you yeah. allow. Yes. Yes. Of course, please. Um, I added a few other plays, so let me get to them here. <clears throat> I think this is where I have the most fun, uh, betting to these, these golf majors, Tom and betting some winners, like when you have a, a big ticket on a guy that's got some steam on Sunday, there's nothing like that. Truly, there is not. It's it's just incredible. 
and, and a lot of people actually are now because they are offering live betting for golf. A lot of people, respected people, are saying, you know what? I'm going to lay off and I'm going to wait until it's live. I'm going to wait until the first group tees off and, or, you know, the first round tees off. I'm going to wait and see how people look, who's red hot, maybe who's having a tough start, thinking that it's very telling as to what's going to happen. Like when you handicap this and you have your list of, you know, maybe, I don't know, seven, eight guys that you think match the course and the numbers really well, you kind of sit in front of the TV with that list and wait for everybody to start and then kind of identify maybe who's not going to play well, who might play well, and go from there. Yep. Yep. Which I think is an interesting way to look at it. For sure. Um, um, anyway, Ricky, I, what's the one play that you have locked in for me for this tournament? So we have John Rom. John Rom um, was the only pick that uh, we had from you. Okay, Ricky, to I'm going to give right? you the rest here. Get the whiteboard out. I want you to put. I want all these put up. Tell the tell the hit website. Me, hit me. Um, my favorite play of the tournament is Corey Connors to finish top 40 and top 20. I like the 40 better, so we'll put it top 40. Corey Connors, a full unit, minus 125. Corey Connors matches every number that we look at. We talked about Corey Connors yesterday, but really good driver, really good long iron player, which you're going to hit a lot of those here at Torrey Pines. Strong guy, We'll be able to fight it, you know, get it through the rough if that's where he were to land. Corey Connors, minus 125, top 40. These are Ben MGM numbers. Um, and I know okay. some of the books don't offer top 40s. Top 20s is more common, but Ben MGM always has a nice menu of, of bets for. Uh, actually, as a side note, sorry, I'm dragging this on, Ricky. As a side note, Parks, like the Parks um, Sportsbook, probably yeah. has the best menu of golf stuff. Does it? Surprisingly, yes. You wouldn't think it would, but it really, really does. I'm not sure who is over there, but they must really like golf, and they offer a lot of numbers. Really, really good. Anyway, Corey that's, Connors. That's good to know. Top 40, minus 125. Colin Morikawa to win plus 2200 little half unit on that okay uh louis oosthuizen to finish top 20 plus 150 there's a half unit on that top 20 top 20 at plus 150 for louis oosthuizen um, okay. I think he is very similar. I mean, he's just been playing so well. A lot of top tens um, in his recent tournaments. Um, good recent form. I like him quite a bit to be relevant. That's all we're asking for here, to be relevant. Um, okay. And that'll wrap it up. Those are the ones I need to add. I do also have, I'm not going to post these, but I have a, a Morikawa Top 20 finish at uh, plus 100 and a Corey Connors top 20 finish at plus 225. 
but the, I like Morikawa to win. Um, Corey Connors, top 40. And Louis Ouste, he's in top 20. And do you want the Rom to win added as well? Yes, please. You got it. We'll get those four uh, locked in for you on your card. And two baseball plays. So we've got a... Uh, We've got a lot going on here. We do. We do. And I got a feeling someone might bring home a golf winner this week. Someone might have a big hit. I'm feeling it. That's I'll be playing everybody's golf picks. That's what we'd like to hear. Steady Picks Radio, Wake Up and Wager. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for listening. Uh, as a side note, if you enjoy the show, follow us. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Steady Picks on Instagram. At Get Steady Picks on Twitter. Uh, we're pretty active on Twitter, so jump on over. Talk to us about the show. Love to chat back, so it's a great spot. Same as Instagram. Fantastic. Ricky, good luck today. Enjoy the start of the U.S. Open. And uh, have a day. Let's cash some tickets. Love it. Have a good one, Tom. <laughs>